This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Living a fruitful life God's way guarantees the born-again believer the kind of life filled with all of the benefits and blessings God has promised and wants him to have. It's a life not just half full, but rather one running over with even more than we need. In Pastor Ray's two days of anointed teaching from the words of Jesus himself about the vine and the branches, we clearly see the importance of our relationship with Jesus and the Father. Like a branch has a healthy connection to its vine, so must our connection be with the Father. But because only pruning keeps the whole branch healthy, we must be willing to occasionally cut away the disease of anything sinful in our lives for the sake of a healthy vine producing so much fruit that we have an overflow to give to others. Let's now learn more about God's way to live a more fruitful life. I want to take our attention today to the Gospel of John in chapter 15. And Jesus really begins to talk to his disciples in a, in a, um, in a, in a way, in a story, uh, call an allegory or, or analogy, um, a story that, that really gives deeper truth and deeper meaning to just the story that's being told. And he, he begins to talk to them about this awesome relationship between himself and his followers. That would be between him and us. And I don't, I don't know about you, but, but I found out so long ago, and maybe you're not aware of this, that Jesus wants us to do well. Jesus wants us to prosper. Jesus wants us to succeed. Jesus wants us to abound. That's what he came to do. And he gives this brief description in this passage that we find in John's Gospel, chapter 15, uh, of the story of, of the vine and the branches. Now, many of you have heard this story. There's been little songs that have been sung about the vine and the branches. But there really is some deep truth in this, and I think worth paying some attention to, and really taking home today and meditating on the seriousness, the closeness, the awesomeness uh, of this relationship between Jesus and ourselves. So connected, so close, that uh, he, he likens it to a vine and the branches. And he, he says here in the opening uh, verse here, in verse 1, he says, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. <clears throat> verse 2 says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. Now, he likens himself as the, or he calls himself the vine, and he calls the Christians, that would be the believers in him, the branches. He calls the father the vine dresser. The vine dresser is really the owner. The vine dresser is the one who is in total charge. He's the one who planted the vine. So God was the one that intended all this. The Father, this was the heart and the intention of the Father that Jesus would come into the earth and he would become the vine upon which 
many, many branches would grow. And those branches would be the believers who connect with him, the believers who, who love him, the, the believers who have accepted him into their lives. And he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. And a very interesting thing when you think about uh, vine and branches, when you think about a vine, a vine really, because uh, I, when I was a kid, my father used to have grapevines in our yard. And, uh, you know, in the wintertime, you would see just nothing but, you know, like a stalk of kind of a erratically shaped stalk that came out of the ground that was the vine. There really wasn't anything on the vine. But soon as spring came, all of a sudden, little things started to sprout off of that vine and it would throw out branches. Now, the fruit, uh, you know, eventually would show itself in the branches. See, everything that's in the vine ultimately will show itself in the branches. You see, fruit was in the vine, but the, the fruit didn't come out of the vine. The fruit showed itself in the branches. The vine had everything and has everything to deliver to the branches what it needs. Listen, what it needs to produce the fruit. Jesus has everything in him that is necessary for us to produce fruit in our lives. God wants us to be fruitful. You know, there were really four words that I was thinking about that I found in this parable that I think are, are very important. One would be relationship. Two would be abiding. Three, I'm sorry, two would be pruning. Three would be abiding. Those three things yield one result, and that would be producing. Producing something in our lives that gives God the glory. We can't just be self-focused on producing things for ourselves Although sometimes we do produce things for ourselves, but God needs to and should get the glory in everything that comes out of our lives. So he says, he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Think about the connection. Everything that's in the vine will ultimately show itself in the branches. So this whole thing begins with this, with this word relationship. You need to be born again. You need to be in the vine in order to take from the vine uh, what it has to produce in your life. And that's, this, that's what this whole relationship with Jesus is. That's why I said when I first came to know the Lord, I wasn't producing much. There wasn't really much good stuff coming out of my life. I mean, not a whole lot of bad stuff, but not things that would be pleasing to God, not things that, that could be a benefit to others. As a matter of fact, in many ways, uh, you know, I guess I was self-consumed and self-focused and and, and self-absorbed, and, and there really wasn't much coming out of my life that could benefit another's, another's life. But when I came to know the Lord and I came to become connected to the vine, all of a sudden I began to feel that there was something different flowing into this branch. This branch was no longer just, you know, producing fruitless things. All of a sudden things are different. I'm thinking differently, acting differently. Different things are coming out of my life. It's, it's the normal result of being connected to the vine. It's the normal result of being hooked up with Jesus. To know Jesus, to love Jesus, to receive Jesus hooks you into the vine. And once you're in the vine, listen, everything the vine has becomes yours. Everything the vine is, you now become Everything that flows in that vine will flow to the branches as well. And ultimately, the end result is to produce fruit in your life. I love when he says, I am the vine and you are the branch. See, folks, we've got to get back to, to remembering how connected we are. You have the greatest connection on earth, and that is being connected to Jesus himself. 
You are connected. You are connected in a way that people who do not know Jesus are not connected. People of the world cannot connect this way because they're not in the vine. You and I are in the vine. Everything that the vine has, we have too. Come on, somebody give me a better amen than that. I am the vine and you are the branches. The next word he says here, which I think is pretty curious. He says, every branch in me, verse 2, that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Now, you know, that's kind of a scary thought, and I don't really want to think about this too much, but it would seem to me, what I learned from that, there, there are many things we could talk about, but one thing for sure is that he's pretty serious about us being fruit producers. He says, because every branch in me, remember we be the branches, that doesn't produce fruit, he snips it off and he takes it away. So that could mean that there could be people that are in the vine but are non-producers. As a matter of fact, what happens is if you're not a non-producer, really what, what it says is that you're a dead branch. And dead branches, if you let them stay in the vine long enough, can actually produce disease and harm all the other branches. I don't want to be a dead branch. I want to be a living and alive branch, and I want to be a producing branch. Come on, are you with me? I want to live to produce fruit for Jesus. So he says, but now listen, because this is, this is good. He says, every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Now listen, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. So, the conditions, the three conditions that we're talking about, about a fruitful life is number one, it has to start with the relationship with Jesus. If you're going to have a fruitful life according to God's way, then you have to be in relationship with Jesus. That's what hooks you into the vine. The number two thing is the pruning process. If you're going to be a fruitful Christian, then you're going to have to submit yourself to the pruning process. And this is the, this is the part that most believers don't like. Because, you know, we don't, we want everything to just, don't mess with anything in my life. Just leave me the way I, leave me alone. Because I don't want anything to change. But I'm here to tell you that, you see, God is concerned about the dead things that are in our life. Because dead things only produce dead results. Death never produces life. Death doesn't have the, the, uh, the power to produce anything but more death. So he says, Every branch that's in me, he prunes. He prunes. Let me, let me keep reading because this is important. He said he, he prunes it that it may bear more fruit. And he says in verse 3, you are already clean. Now this is key because you have to understand this. Because of the word which I have spoken you. So what is the pruning process? See, some people would, would think and they say, well, you know, well, I got this sickness. God's trying to teach me something. He's pruning me. No. God, that's, not, that's not how God prunes. No, that's not how God prunes. Or, you know, I had this terrible accident and, you know, God is trying to teach me something. No, that's not how God prunes. That's how the devil works, but that's not how God prunes. He told you how the, how the pruning takes place. Jesus said, you are already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. So it's the spoken, preached word in our lives that acts as the pruning shears that lops off and chips away at the dead things, the dead branches in our life that are holding back the abundance of fruit in our lives. He says, 
every branch in me, if you're going to be in Jesus, then every one of us at some point is going to go through. And this, this is not a one-time uh, uh, event. This is an ongoing event where, where we hear the word preached and all of a sudden we realize, whoa, wait a minute, I'm, I, something's got to get cut off here because I'm not living this way. I'm not doing this. I've gotten a little lax in this. My opinions, my ideas, my thoughts, my faith, whatever it be, has got to be pruned a little bit because this is out of control. It's not in line with God's word. It's the preached word. It's the word of God that acts as the pruning shears. That's why, that's why your church relationship is so vitally important to your spiritual life and to your growth and to your future. Are you going to church and getting a pruning on Sunday or are you just going to church on Sunday and getting dessert? You ought to walk out of here challenged. You ought to walk out of here feeling like, woo, I feel lighter because I just got clipped. God just clipped me. Because there are things, there are dead things in our life that are holding back the full force of the fruit that God wants to bring in our lives. See, folks, I want to be fruitful. I want to bring forth all kinds of fruit to God's glory. But I can't have dead branches and dead things hanging on to me. It's holding back the future growth in my life. Related to a little story many years ago in my former house, I had a rose bush. And I'll never forget this. And I was looking at this rose bush and it, you know, it was getting out of control. And they were like, like some Christians I know, just getting out of control. <laughs> Stuff going this way and that way and branches hanging over. And, and I, I thought to myself, this something's got to happen. And, and, and with each passing year, because I didn't pay much attention to it for a couple of years, because it was in the corner of my property. With each passing year, I noticed that the flowers were not as prolific as the year before. It was actually starting to lose its producing power. And I realized, I said, well, gee, you know, my dad was a great avid gardener and he used to go out and prune the rose bushes all the time. So I figured I'll go do what my dad did. So I didn't know what I was doing. I went out there and just started snipping at that thing, opening, snipping, snipping. I mean, I must have filled three garbage bags full of just thorny branches. When I got finished with that rose bush, it looked pretty sad. That was the saddest looking, it was more like a rose branch than it was a bush because I gave it such a haircut. But the amazing thing to me is that as the season passed and we got to the next season, all of a sudden one day I wasn't even paying attention. I looked out the window and there's my rose bush as strong, as vibrant, with more flowers on it than I had ever seen before. And I thought to myself, that, see what was holding back, the potential was in that rose bush all the time to produce that abundance of that amount of flowers. The only thing that was holding back it producing to that level was that there was a lot of excess growth, a lot of branches, a lot of things that needed to be pruned. And that's what it is in our lives as well. There are many things that we're holding on to. Many things. When, when we hear the word and, and we're given instruction from the word. That's the opportunity for us to, to allow that to be the pruning shears in, in our life. That's, that should be for us like God coming at us with the pruning shears and saying, you know, I got to get rid of that. I got to snip this off. I got to have less of this. I, I, I got I to balance my life better. You see, see pruning is, is the 
is the natural process of, of, of growing. Pruning has to happen in order for there to be um, abundant fruit. And God is concerned about abundant fruit in our lives. He wants us to be fruitful in every area of our life. Everything that's in the vine, prosperity, joy, love, peace, health, well-being, it's all in the vine. And everything that's in the vine ought to be showing itself in the branches. Why? Because we're connected to the vine. The branch actually proves what the vine is. A vine could stand there and say, I'm a grapevine, but it not be a grapevine. The proof of the grapevine is the grapes that come out of the branches. Am I speaking to anybody here? If the branch sticks out and there's no, no, no grapes on it, then it's not a grapevine. And, and that's what we're called to do. We're called to go show the world who God is. His love, His forgiveness, His mercy, His grace, His graciousness, His generosity, His kindness. That's why I don't have a problem telling people what God does for me in my life. I don't have a problem bragging on God. I'm not embarrassed or ashamed that God blesses me and prospers me and helps me and is with me because I'm, I want to show the world the fruit that comes from being connected to the vine, being connected to Jesus. Because the end result of being connected to Jesus is that we be fruit bearers. You and I are called to bear fruit. But you're going to have a hard time bearing the quantity and the amount and the abundance of fruit that God would have for us to bring forth if you do not submit to the pruning process. It's the pruning process that really determines the abundance of the growth that will come. Springtime is here, trees, bushes. If we have the hope and the expectation of them producing like never before, then we've got to prune them, prune them back. And I, I'm just going to say this. There are a lot of folks here holding on to stuff. I, I just know it. A lot of dead things. See, I go before the Lord every day, and this is one of my prayers that I pray, Lord, I want all the dead stuff out of my life. Show me by your word if there's, there's something I need to alter, something I need to change, something I need to look at differently. Just chip away at me. I want to be clean for you because I want to bring forth much, much, much fruit in my life. I want to bring forth an abundance of fruit. Now, I don't know if you're really concerned about that because unfortunately today in Christianity, what we have is that people just want to go and do their Christian duty, feel good, go home and never think about Jesus, about the word, about their responsibility as a Christian and just go on, you know, living life the way they've always lived life. I'm not about that. I'm a, I, I've always been, always will be a radical Christian. I'm out of the closet. I am a radical Christian, right? I have no problem. Every ungodly thing is coming out of the closet. You ought to come out of the closet too. Don't, don't put a bushel and put it over your fruit. Let your fruit abound. Let the world see who you are and who it is that you're connected with. That's why everything that goes on, every blessing in my life, every advancement, everything that God does for me, everything that God does in me, I always pointed back to Jesus. It's not me. It's the fruit that's coming from the vine into this life. Everything you see, everything you see here, you know, people, wow, this is awesome. Well, all I can do is point back to the vine and say, all I did was hook up with Jesus, submit myself to him, allow him to prune me because I needed a lot of pruning. You can go out and talk to the, oh, nice rose bush. You're such a sweet rose bush. Look at all of these lovely branches. You are just such a beautiful rose bush. That's not going to make it, that's not going to make it grow. 
What's going to make the rose bush grow is when you go out and say, you're a lovely rose bush, but I'm going to make you more lovely. We're going to have to cut you back a little bit in order to get you to grow even more. So there are things, there are thoughts, there are attitudes, there are There are judgments, there are criticisms, there are sins in our life. There are things in our life that have got to go. You've got to get it pruned out of your life so that you can go forth and be more fruitful for Jesus than ever before. He is the vine. And as sure as the vine and the branch are connected, so are we connected to Jesus. And as sure as whatever Jesus has, as sure as he has it, it will be yours. It will show up in love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, whatever it be, uh, prosperity, health, well-being. If Jesus has it, it's yours. It ought to show up in the branches. Why? Because we are connected. Say, I'm connected. You are connected to the living God, eternally connected, and no one can sever that connection because of the love that God has for you. And because you're connected, you ought to be experiencing all the wonderful things that God has that are his and they are yours because of this awesome connection. So he says, let's read it again. He says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. See, God wants us to be fruitful. And it's actually become a prayer of mine. I don't share this with too many people, but... I guess I'm sharing with a whole lot of people. I pray, I pray, Lord, if there's anybody with us that doesn't belong with us, find them a place to go. God, if there's anybody with us that's got ill motives or, you know, selfish stuff going on, they're not here to, to keep the vision and to keep unity and keep peace in the house. They're agitators or troublemakers because you wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think there'd be agitators and troublemakers in the body of Christ, but there are. I said, I say, Lord, take them out, prune them out, go find them another place or deal with them or do something, but get them out of my way because I, I want a clean house. I want a clean church. I want a clean people. Come on, are you with me? So that we can, we can serve the Lord in power and bring forth much fruit to Jesus because that's what it's about. It's about being fruitful for the Lord. So he says every branch in, in him, he's going to have, going to be pruned and the, and the and the, the, the idea is that we will be more fruitful. Here, here's, here's an idea. I can't get off of this thought. I hope this is ministering to somebody, but here's a thought. Some of you may be in a place in your life where you feel like you've been pruned. Like, you know, you had this and now all of a sudden you have less or you're in this place and all of a sudden you feel like you've been cut back pruning. Don't worry about it. If you've submitted your life to Jesus and you're connected to the vine, don't worry about it. What you ought to do is, is, is flip the switch and start to think, think like this. Well, maybe where I was and what I was doing was not really producing really good things. Maybe it wasn't producing what it had the potential to produce in my life. And therefore, it had to get lopped off. So now I may be in the season where I look a little shabby because I don't have all of this going on like my rose bush that I was talking about. And I may look a little shabby, but spring is coming. I said, spring is coming. I said, spring is coming. 
Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com.